Hey guys, this is Julie George. You are listening to my good friend Kyle Stanley's podcast, The Fearless Investor. Keep listening to Conquer the World of Investing. I believe true wealth cannot be measured by your income. It is instead measured by your availability of choices, especially the choice to live life on your terms. I also believe there are many ways to create wealth, but one thing is for certain, you have to have a laser focus on one path. My path, Airbnb, but I also believe in education and expanding your mind. Education helps you take off the blinders of life and see opportunities you never saw before. Join me on this journey of learning how to create wealth in Airbnb, real estate, and so many more investment strategies. Together, we can conquer the world of investing. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome into the Fearless Investor Podcast. You're listening to me, Kyle Stanley. We're talking about Airbnb today, and you know how much I love talking about Airbnb, uh, but have you ever thought about Airbnb as a business that you could sell, uh, not just a cash-flowing business, which it can be on its own and is and is pretty much the most amazing, feels like pinch me moments every single day kind of business, but have you ever thought about building that and not even having to build it tremendously big to be able to sell it as an asset that a management company or an investor would want to buy. Well, I didn't think about that until I actually met Julie George, who did exactly that. She built up a huge business. She's going to talk about it right now. And then she sold it for a big payday. And um, it's just inspiring. It's got me thinking too. So hopefully you'll uh, get inspired by Julie today. So let's jump right into it with Julie George. She's coming all the way from Australia. This is going to be fun. Hey everyone, welcome into the Fearless Investor Podcast. Before we get to our guests, I just want to ask you, can you really make great money with Airbnb? Uh, a lot of people said it seems too good to be true, but I'm here to tell you it's absolutely not. It's the real deal and you can do this business without even owning a property. Uh, that's right, do it without even owning a property. Pretty crazy, right? Well, I learned that about two years ago and when I learned that little secret, I went from zero to 25 listings in under 18 months. That's over 20K net every single month. And guess what? You can do the exact same thing. All you have to do is download our Airbnb Kickstart course. Go to fearlesskyle.com, click on that Airbnb tab and you can go right to the course to start your path to six figures in an Airbnb short-term rentals business. What are you waiting for? Get over there to fearlesskyle.com right now to conquer the world of Airbnb. And with that, we've got someone who did conquer the world of Airbnb. She still is, and she's doing it in so many fun and creative ways. We've got Julie George here with Million Dollar Host coming in from Australia. Hi, Kyle. Don't worry about six figures. You can do seven figures yeah. on Airbnb. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Julie, we're, we're excited to have you on the show. We met through Clubhouse, just like so many other great uh, guests recently on our show. It seems like Clubhouse is just kind of the way to meet the professionals these days. Uh, but before we jump into your story, which is just one of the best ones I've heard out there, I want to hear what's one story that you have for our audience. Uh, fun, crazy, wild, and Airbnb. Oh, well, this is a family show, right? Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep it clean. You got to um, drop an F-bomb or something, I, just for effect. All right. How about giving birth in an Airbnb? Oh, okay. Yeah, let's hear this. So we had a lady. Uh, she was living in a rural area of, of Australia. So we are, we're as big as the United States. So we're spread out. We only have 25 million people here in Australia though. So we're right. very spread out, very remote. 
she was living in a remote area. She had to come into the city and the, the city is 125,000. So we're not a huge city, but we, where I live, but she had to come in to be close to the hospital. So she leased a, an Airbnb from me and she was in there for a month or so. Um, she didn't make it to the hospital. Oh, she ended up going into labor and gave birth in one of our master suite on a master uh, bedrooms uh, on suites. And um, yeah, so beautiful little baby boy, healthy. Uh, and I guess, oh, you know, we had, to, we had to put the cleaning fee up. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, did you have to charge her an extra cleaning fee? <laughs> we actually, we kind of did. And do you know, the funny part was that she ended up buying us a mop and a bucket because she knew that we were going to oh. kill the mop and bucket by the time we, well, they, they cleaned up after themselves. Oh I must my be goodness. Fair, but, um, but it was such a beautiful thing. And, um, and it was a really special moment. I guess a lot of people come to Airbnbs for that personal interaction. You can't get much more personal than having a person give birth in your, your bathroom. I mean, you could have helped her deliver. That could have meant a little bit more personal. <laughs> oh, you never know. I've, I've helped others before, but uh, you're not an Airbnb guest. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. that That's one of the best I've heard so far and a great way to start the show because you have a, a great story um, just dominated in your space and um, I'm really interested to talk about what you're doing now and, and the exit that you took um, from your properties and uh, your business, because I think that's going to be really special for our guests to hear today or our guests. Look at that. I'm in Airbnb mode, our listeners to listen to today. Uh, but Julie, kind of take us back to um, when did you get started? What were you doing before you got into the short-term rental space? Yeah, yeah, sure. And just, you know, it's not that long ago. It's 2016, November, 2016. So not even five years ago has my life completely changed. It's done right. a full 360. So prior to November, 2016, I had done a variety of jobs. First job ever was feeding crocodiles in the wild. If anyone's seen Crocodile Dundee, that was oh based on my dad. <laughs> That's um, amazing. So yes, I've still got all 10 fingers, uh, but feeding crocodiles. Uh, look, I, I studied hospitality at university. Finished that thinking it was like a, a housewife course. So obviously didn't want to go into hospitality. What a terrible thing that would have been. Right. Um, came across to America. I worked in, uh, in America for 18 months promoting Australia as a tourism destination. Okay. Um, went into, oh gosh, tourism. Uh, I, when I came back to Australia, I got into, um, well, I was a serial entrepreneur. I tried every business from a secretarial business to a uh, errand running service. So it was Uber Eats before it's time. I was going out and getting drunk people there, McDonald's. Um, <laughs> and then I uh, got into advertising, those old phone books that you would have seen at your grandma's house. Uh, I was selling advertising in phone books and did that for 10 years, which was super successful and a great corporate life. Um, but that pull and that urge to get back into running something myself was pretty strong. While I had been working in that corporate lifestyle, however, I had built up um, a, quite a substantial property portfolio. I was a single mum at the time when I bought my first property um, and actually everything's in the book, but here's the sneak peek. You don't need to buy the book. I'll tell you right now. Um, is that I built, <laughs> built up all these properties. I had a portfolio of properties, but then I had a real love of real estate. So I decided to uh, get qualified. I became a real estate agent and um, I ended up sitting in open homes on the weekend, bored. <laughs> I was so bored. Okay. I just thought I'm dealing with property investors who are selling for a loss because our market had been very flat. Mm. 
Right. And uh, or they were looking to lease their properties long term to tenants who were going to trash their property and they weren't going to make any money. So they, I wasn't dealing with happy customers. And at the time, one of my properties became vacant. I had a one bedroom apartment. The tenant moved out. It was already furnished. So I thought 2016, I thought, what's this Airbnb thing that they're all right. talking about? What okay. is the fuss about? So put on uh, the Wi-Fi threw in some linen, filled up the fridge like it was a mini bar. I thought that's what you had to do to impress guests on Airbnb, right? So I had sodas, I had crisps, I had chocolates. I spoiled my first few cut and my first few <laughs> guests, um, <laughs> which I realized I didn't need to do. I just needed to offer good service. Right. Uh, I went from making well, cl close to $1,000 a month was what I was clearing with my long-term tenant. I then went to $2,500 a month with airbnb and wow. light bulbs went off but it wasn't the business concept i airbnb i fell in love with airbnb straight away love the guests love the whole process it wasn't until i had a property investor that came to me looking to buy a positive cash flow property and i put it in air quotes because it's like talking about a unicorn how many positive cash flow properties are out in the marketplace these days not many so I had to disappoint her as her realtor. I said, look, I'm really sorry. I'm not sure that we're going to be able to find any, but let's create one. So let's go out and find you a property you want a vacation in yourself. So we did. So we went and had a look at a whole bunch of them. She chose one. Cha-ching. I sold it. Then I said, it's empty. We need to furnish it. You don't live in this city. You live interstate. I'll furnish it for you. I'll run around, nice. Kmart, Target get the Allen key out, put the flat pack furniture together, but I'm going to charge you a fee. Cha-ching, income stream number two. There you go. And then I said to her, look, I've had really great success on Airbnb. Do you want me to manage your property on Airbnb for you? I'll manage the process. I will look oh, after- Oh, everything. by the way. <laughs> oh, by the way, I have an idea. And uh, she agreed. So cha-ching, Income stream number three, I was becoming a, an Airbnb property manager by, with that first property. The process worked so well. She made so much money and loved the fact that she could come and use the property herself at any time. She rang me six months later and said, Julie, do it again. So yes. I went and bought her another property. She still hasn't seen that second property, but that was 2016, November 2016. Okay. Over a period of two and a half years, I built up to 130 properties, uh, $8 million income on Airbnb, blew my mind. I mean, I wrote that book, Million Dollar Host, when I hit my first million. I should have waited six months later yeah. and written the multi-million dollar host, right? So There you go. Um, <laughs> Rebranding. So another reason to sell another book. <laughs> well, there you go. Maybe we've got yeah. a, a second book coming out. But um, but I guess it got to a point where I did write the book. The book became a bestseller. So it went around. It's a bestseller on Amazon. It's done very well and it's attracted a lot of attention. And I started getting opportunities like this to talk about my story and loved it. So when I then had a tap on the shoulder from a competitor saying they would like to get into the, so, the region I'm so in. I I love, I love this. I'm going to pause you really quick because yeah, that's, that, okay. that's the part of the story that I'm going to have so many questions for. And I know where you're going. I, I, I want to, I want to pause. Cause I think there's so many good things that our viewers and listeners need to like hear that again, because there was really good stuff there. So, you, you know, for someone like me, 
I've got a lot of deals coming my way, but you know, what I just pitch is, Hey, I will go ahead and um, run it and manage it as an Airbnb. That's one stream of income. You made yourself so valuable in the market by being a realtor, by being an interior designer and by being a manager that you were getting paid three different times. So um, that's a major payday before you're actually earning any passive income from managing the property. (laughs) So that's, that's phenomenal. So that sounded like it happened very organically though, or, or did you plan this out? No, it really happened organically. It was more just, it just kept rolling. You know, this lady said, I want a positive cash flow property. And I went, "Mm, no, they just don't exist. And I could have given up right there and then and just said to her, sorry, move on, love. I'm not interested in helping you. But take the blinkers off, guys. You know, and this is what my advice would be to anybody tuning in and listening right now. What is somebody's problem that you can solve? How can you take your blinkers off, think outside the square and go, okay, there isn't an obvious solution. Let's create one for you. So, so it was really about, and then it just rolled into, okay, well now the, the property is empty. So what do we do? Do I try and help her find a tenant that's got their own furniture or do I really put some hours in, furnish it for her and, uh, and then lease it on Airbnb and perfect. That's perfect. So that was your first two that you're managing now and co-hosting, however you want to call it. Um, let me ask you, how do you go from two to 130 in two and a half years? <laughs> I know it seems crazy, right? But the secret, okay. And get your pens and paper out guys, because this is the, this is what it was. I knew if I was going to start a business, I didn't want to go chasing these properties. I didn't want to have to door knock. I didn't want to have to beg landlords to give me their properties. I wanted the business to come to me. So I had to very much build up my brand and market myself in the community as being the Airbnb expert. The go-to person, if anybody wanted to list on Airbnb or short-term rentals, They wanted to talk to Julie George before they talked to anybody else. And how I did that, there was a glossy magazine that went out to all the property investors in Cairns, where I live. And uh, I knew that if I could get in that magazine, I could get in front of the right people. They were the people that had holiday homes, vacation homes that they would possibly give to me or investors looking for a better return on investment or people that might be wanting to go on holiday and would want to make some money while they're on their own vacation. So I can step in. So I wrote four articles. So every month for four months, I had an article, a full page article, and it was just giving value. It's exactly what we're doing on this podcast. It's what we do on Clubhouse. It's give, give, give. And karma, the karma bus will come back and give in return. So it was an article, the the articles, one of them was um, about how over Christmas, you could take a vacation and you could lease your property, but how you could do it yourself. So it wasn't about me trying to take management. It was actually just showing people how they could do it. The top 10 tips for Airbnb. One other article was the top 10 properties earning on Airbnb in the North Queensland region. So we just highlighted all the properties just to give people a bit of excitement about how much money could be earned. Of course, right next to the full page article, was a full page ad (laughs) for Julie's business, Host My Home. And it was basically the ad, the call to action was, if you want a professional to manage this process for you, 
come and talk to Julie. And uh, as we all know, we can, you know, the novelty wears off. If you want to manage this property, a property yourself, you don't realize that it is a 24 seven gig. It's not as easy and as glamorous as maybe you might think. And after you have made, well, I remember making the 17th bed in one day. I remember when I first started my business, as much as I'm getting excited about it now, there was some hard work. 17 beds in one day, Kyle, I scarred my brain to never want to make a bed again. Yeah. And once you've done that, you're very happy to hand over the keys to a professional. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I think there's a ton of value there, but, and I, I think we could go a lot into just like the, what goes into a big business where you have 130 units like that. But the big thing for me is I'm, I'm hearing this story and I know where it's headed and I'm just like, I want, I want to get to that, that part where, where, where was this next opportunity? So you're, you're running here. It is 2000 and what, 19 or 20. Okay. Yeah, so 2019. And, and you built this thing up over two and a half years. And you, like you said, $8 million in one year that you're grossing and, and you've got this well-oiled machine um, that anyone would be envious of. And then you get this, like you said, a little tap on the shoulder. And what was that tap on the shoulder? Yeah, so the tap on the shoulder, I had some competitors, a big um, Airbnb property management company wanting to come into the area that I live in. So I, where I am, Cairns, Queensland, North Queensland, uh, uh, we're right off the Great Barrier Reef. So we are where a lot of people will come and go diving, scuba diving, um, and enter into Australia through our city. So they wanted in, but they knew that they could either come to town, start their business and compete against Julie George and host my home, or they could purchase my business. And so they tried tried to do the purchase option. Uh, look, when they did come to me and offered me the, you know, to buy my business, my first reaction was, no way. I've built my baby up. I, I don't I don't work in my business anymore. I work on it. So I developed a business. Um, the whole business structure meant that I really only did about 10 hours a week in the business um, at that stage when I had 130 properties, which blows people away. But I promise with, with help, like if, if you're listening right now, you just need to learn the basic framework, the structure, the, for, the policies, the procedures need, you need to put in. You need to have the right team underneath you. Um, and Kyle, I know that you teach this. So, you know, anybody who's listening right now, the number one advice would be get your education and, you know, and make sure you learn as much as you can to get that framework in as quickly as possible. Um, so I wasn't, I wasn't really working in my business. It wasn't a huge stressor. Um, and, I, you know, I guess people would say to me, well, why did you sell? Why wouldn't you just keep going? But when I say it wasn't a huge stressor, I'm probably lying. Uh, because <laughs> at any one night, I would have four to 500 people in one of my properties. In my property, sorry, not in one of them. Gosh, that'd be a yeah, big I know. problem. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine cleaning that one. Uh, but in all of the properties, there was four to 500 people on any one night. And so I was responsible. I felt responsible for those people. And if somebody hurt themselves or a property burnt down, touch wood, it never happened, thank goodness. But um, that's me. I'm the one that's got my name on it. So I wanted to release myself from that stress and, and really give myself some freedom to enjoy promoting the book getting around the world, traveling and 
uh, you know, and getting overseas when I could, can't travel at the moment. But um, so, yeah, so look, I, I actually considered it. But then the funny thing was, Kyle, I thought, right, if one person's interested, there's got to be more, right? Yeah. Oh, do you battle them against each other? Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yes, I love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so my next step wasn't to contact that person that had t- contacted me originally. I went and engaged a consultant, a business consultant, to help me put together a very strong proposal. Uh, it was a brochure. It was simply a four or five page brochure, but it was a prospectus on my business. And it just talked about everything my business had to offer. What sort of income, what sort of expenses, what sort of um, why I wanted to sell. So I answered all of those questions that a buyer might want. And then I got that consultant to help me approach a couple of key people in my town, in my city, that I knew may be interested in buying my business. The first person that we, well, they were both, the two people that we approached were both real estate or realtors who hadn't dabbled in short-term rentals, but I knew had a very strong interest in wanting to get into the short-term rental industry. They just didn't know how. How the hell do you do that? If all you've been doing is selling and leasing properties, how do you then suddenly turn into an instant hotel? Right. And so we we approached them and uh, we sort of dangled this carrot in front of them and said, look, Julie's considering selling. And uh, one of them bit. One of the realtors said, yeah, we're keen. We're interested. Very nice. So, uh, yeah. So, that's, uh, so then I was able to battle and uh, and put two people head to head to see who came up with the goods okay that's awesome so we, we can't talk about numbers but but i do want to um talk about you know what what were some of the um just benefits that you said not only just from selling your business to relieve the stress but especially financially like i i, I literally just got this question from a friend the other day and they were like, why would you want to sell this? Because now I'm considering like thinking about that. And, and you know, the, the idea starts to creep in your head. You hear someone like Julie George and you're like, hmm, I wonder what mine could sell for. And, and that's the thing is like, I look at it and I say, okay, I'm not, I'm not building a business just to build a business. I'm building a business to build a lifestyle. And I think a lot of people lose track of the fact of why they even started out doing what they're doing. And so did that big payout, that big payday, like, what is that doing for your lifestyle today? <laughs> well, let me tell you, I was able to officially retire at 44. So, was that 44? 44, yeah. So, um, I'm losing track. So, I don't ever have to work again. Um, I can, I, so, the reason that we can't talk numbers, just to explain to your listeners, is that I signed a confidentiality agreement about the sale number. But I can talk about how you can value your business. Yeah, let's do that. And I guess uh, the most important thing is when you're getting into short-term rentals, you are building a saleable asset. Whether you are going down the arbitrage model, leasing and subleasing, whether you are co-hosting, whether you're doing a management model, as long as it's in an LLC, as long as you've got it in a company name, you are building a saleable asset. You've got, and so what I'd love to do is just throw some numbers at you, if you don't mind, Cole, just to give people, this this is the nuts and bolts of it. This is how you value your business. Whether you've got one property, you've got two properties or you've got 130 like I did. I want you to write these numbers down because what it is, and there's two ways of valuing. Uh, So the two people that I had looking to buy my business, one was a short-term rental industry um, company. One was a realtor. 
Okay, so let's talk, let's talk realtors for a moment because realtors seem to want to throw more money at you. But okay. I'll tell you why I didn't go down that route in a minute. So I did go with the short-term rental industry. Okay. Realtors. Realtors are valuing your business like they would value a long-term rent role. And they are using the same multipliers in your industry that they would use in their industry. So, okay. so as a real, real estate and this, the valuations I'm going to give you are what we would have in Australia. But I, I know just talking to quite a few people in the States, it's very much the same. So what they're looking at is a yearly management income. Okay. So you've got to work out your, your yearly management income Anything you're, you're earning from your properties, any cleaning fees that you're getting in, you can include that as well. But it's got to be the yearly management income. That's You don't have to worry about your expenses coming out. It's just the income coming in. You multiply for that. You want to now, times really, that really amount. Quick, when, you say, when you say management income, are you saying what you're taking home after all expenses? Or are you saying... No. What no, so, just what you're what you're bringing in. So yeah, so uh, before you don't even worry about your expenses. What's coming in? So I was charging twenty five percent of um, my, as my management income, and then I was collecting the cleaning fee from the guests. So add up all the amounts of income coming in for one year. Maybe okay. not over COVID because COVID. Yeah. So good, but pre COVID, let's work okay. out your pre COVID valuation. Times that by two point four. So okay. two point four is the multiplier. Okay. And that is what a realtor would pay for your business. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Short what what's two, important about 2.4? Where does that come from? Um I don't really know. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh to be honest, I know that long-term lease uh valuations, long-term or rent roll valuations are higher, but 2.4 so they're around that 3 to 3.5. Um, but because our business is a little bit more risky and because it's holiday rentals, um, vacation lets, it's, it, it is a smaller number. So, uh, yeah, I'm not too sure. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how they pluck that one out of the air, but, but yeah. to be quite honest, at the end of the day, your business is going to be worth what someone's willing to pay for it. So, right. uh, so this is just a real guide. So please guys and girls out there, um, don't take this as gospel. This is just really a number to come up with in your brain when you're thinking, if you're thinking of exiting and everybody should have an exit plan. You really should be knowing, are you in this business long-term or are you only in it for five years? Uh, you know, the novelty may wear off, you know, our interests change, our lifestyles change too. You know, your children might grow up and you might want to go traveling so yeah um so all right let's go back to our short-term rental industry because this is where you've got some big players out there knocking on doors looking to buy businesses mm -hmm. and in fact one big player i'm going to mention is vacasa okay now i'm not sure that how vacasa do their valuation so i'm just going to put that out there but vacasa actually have a on their website there is a form you can fill in if you want to sell your business. They are that hungry for business. Okay, that's good to know. Jump on vacasa.com and you can actually fill in and saying, I'm interested in selling my business to you. But there are some big players out there looking for properties and they're looking to take on as many properties as possible. Okay. They are looking to value businesses. They look at the profit. So this is where your income take away your expenses. What are you left with at the end of the day for a year? So you need your profit, your year, yearly profit for the, um, 
for the last 12 months or prior to COVID, uh, it'll make you feel better. Uh, and then times that by three. Okay. Okay, so times that by three. It won't be as much as the realtor value, but here's the thing. I chose to go with the short-term rental industry buyer because they were looking to keep my structure and my business in the same, they promised me and they wrote it in the contract that they would keep my, uh, my team in place as they were. Mm. They would keep the structure of the business in exactly the same way that I set it up so that my property owners would not even notice that I had sold. And wow. the real estate agent, I just had a funny inkling that, if things got too tough and the logistics of running a short-term rental industry business was were too difficult, they'd probably just convert everything to long-term leases or sell the properties. And I didn't want that. I wanted somebody to take on my baby who I had created and look after it. That makes a lot of sense. So I've got my calculator out here because I'm a numbers guy and I really love excited? that you just gave me very specific numbers. So we're, we're teaching a lot of people to, you know, let's just get your first five properties and let's see just how sellable this asset is and how much it can change your life. So a very um, typical management income, I would say for, let's just call it five arbitrage properties would be probably taking home or not arbitrage, sorry, uh, but co-hosting. Um, taking home income is probably going to be, let's call it just for the sake of this $1,200. Okay. So $1,200 times five properties, okay, times 12 months, right? 72,000. We so we're not multiplying by, uh, by 12 months? Oh yeah, we haven't multiplied yet. You yeah. ready? We're gonna multiply it now, so. So, uh, so 12 months, yep. So that's your management income. So, uh, sorry, was that the profit, did you say, or is that the management income? That's the management income, I would management say. Income. So okay, so now let's times that by 2.4. You have a business that is valued at $172,800. That's exactly what would I got. Would that change your life, Kyle? That would change my life and most people's lives. And, and it's so simple. We just literally opened up in Phoenix and in under three months, we're at five properties already. Guys, oh. this, is, this is how quickly it can move for you. So have you, have you ever made $172,000 in five months ever before? Like the, sorry, in a couple of months ever before? Like that's just... Yeah. Yeah. Isn't, and I, I refer to my sale day as the ultimate payday. Like, honestly, holy moly. Like, it's just the best feeling. Like, it's great all this, this cash flow that you can make with the business. When you make that decision to leave and to sell your business, as long as you've got something to go to. Now, I had, I had a purpose. I wanted to get out and circle the globe and talk to as many other entrepreneurs and help them as possible. So, that was my whole vision. Uh, but you know, if you decide that this is right for you too, I can promise you, you are going, your life will change. I was able to pay off all my mortgages. I never have to work again. Far out. That's so yeah. super cool. <laughs> That's so awesome. Well, uh, Julie, this has been just amazing. I feel like I asked you three questions and you just gave so much value. Uh, so there's so much more value for you to give. And I'm so excited for all the things that you're doing. You're on Clubhouse, you've got your book. Um, tell, tell people just really quickly, what's the best way to learn from you or to connect with you? 
Yeah, sure. Uh, look, I guess uh, <laughs> Clubhouse has just revolutionised everything. I know, like, it's just the most exciting thing platform that I've come across since Facebook. So, you know, Kyle and I really have connected on face uh, on Clubhouse, but I'm on there pretty much every day. I was on there just before I got onto this call. I'm getting on in in about an hour's time for another event. So, Clubhouse, anybody who isn't on there, get on it because it is like a free seminar with all of your favourite experts, and you can talk to them so you can get on there with your celebrities as well i think i connected with ashton kutcher and uh, paris hilton the other day <laughs> fangirling obviously probably telling your listeners way too much but um but uh, but guys clubhouse you can connect with me every day and ask me questions i'm i'm an absolute open book uh you know when it comes to sharing there's enough work to go around for everybody so i'm and nothing gives me a bigger buzz than being able to see people succeed so, um, so you jump with on Clubhouse, milliondollarhost.com.au is my website. You can connect with me through there. Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram. I've had to learn how to use Instagram since Clubhouse came along. So I still don't even know how to record a video, but that's okay. I'll find a teenager and learn. Um, but, um, but guys, yeah, let me know. There's a big webinar that I'm going to be presenting on on the 18th and 19th of March. Uh, you can find out more about that um, on every social media that I'm on. Uh, that uh, it's a free yeah freebie um, but please connect ask me questions happy to happy to connect and happy to answer awesome uh, the only thing we didn't get there is your clubhouse handle oh well Julie George I don't know just look up <laughs> you'll find it see Perfect. i don't even know what i'm doing but um, <laughs> i love it <laughs> there you go there you go uh well and then obviously people need to go buy your book um we're gonna have a link for that in the uh the show notes as well but you can just literally go to amazon and yeah. it's just million dollar host right that's it so yep. just jump on amazon or any other leading bookstore you'll find it um if you buy it you like it you read it you like it leave me a review one guy just uh canned me on amazon you've got to oh. laugh at these negative reviews he called me a drunk soccer mum <laughs> anyway so help me help me push his review down the list because everyone else loved it but this Listen, guy didn't like you're it. you're not a soccer mom you're a crocodile feeder <laughs> <laughs> yeah get with it buddy yeah all right, Julie, George, thank you so much. This has been so uh, valuable, entertaining, and we just appreciate you jumping on and helping our audience to conquer the world of Airbnb. Show notes for this one, fearlesskyle.com forward slash Julie George. And I mean, guys, think about that. Holy cow, a business that you can build up five units in under five months and sell it for almost $200,000. Is that just mind blowing like that? I cannot believe that that is what you can actually value these businesses at and sell them at. Um, so if I get to five and I'm in your shoes though, get to 10, get to 15, get to 130, just like Julie, sell it for that six, seven, eight figure number. And what a life change. Oh my gosh. Um, keep on following Julie though. Go get her book. Go to fearlesskyle.com forward slash Julie George to get all of the links that she talked about and to continue to conquer the world of investing in Airbnb. Thanks for joining us here. We'll see you next time on the Fearless Investor Podcast.